0: Welcome to Pop Culture. My name is Richard. With me is Greg, Johnny, Hello. and Ashley.
1: We got the back ratings ago. magnet back, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we have got a jam-packed show for you today. We have a review of Falcon and Winter Soldier from everybody on the podcast for the first time, like forever. um we have a review of mortal Kombat from three quarters of the people on the podcast (sighs) um and you know maybe we have some other stuff we'll see oh no (laughs) so uh so guys how'd your week go
1: we ourselves came back from a wonderful trip to colorado um, I think we are still trying to catch up on sleep in our much preferred bed, as opposed to those of rental units, <laughs> um, realizing that maybe we will travel with our own pillows moving forward. <laughs> oh. Not for a gross reason, just because I'm old, my neck doesn't handle really cheap pillows very well. Um, but no, we can we can get into that you know, a little bit as well once we get through all the meat and potatoes, but no, we had a, we had a really good week, short week.
2: Yeah. We came back and everybody was like, Oh, did you go somewhere warm? And we were like, no, no, we, <laughs> didn't. No, we didn't. It snowed a bunch in Colorado after like three or four weeks of being in the sixties and seventies. So we got the one week where it went back to, uh, winter Colorado. And then this week it's also 60 and 70 again, but it was good anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's my type of luck when I go into Colorado.
1: Yeah, it's okay. It was really pretty. We actually really enjoyed it. The weather was nice. I think it kept mm-hmm. some of the people away too. So yeah,
2: traveling to the mountains in like the springtime is a fool's errand anyway. So you just you kind of go into <laughs> it like expecting a mixed bag, and that's what we got.
0: Gregory, how about you, buddy?
3: Huh been trying to catch up on movies and stuff so didn't do anything really exciting
0: okay um yeah my week was pretty you know pretty nice pretty normal so yeah i don't have anything really to talk about there and uh, let's go ahead <laughs> and move into what we are going to talk about so let's go ahead and start with falcon and winter soldier because i think that's what have most people excited to hear um let's start with greg yeah. Let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Full Greg scale. <laughs> did you watch? More, hold on. Let, let's let's get some suspense here. Did you watch more than fifteen minutes, like WandaVision? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Did you watch more than one episode?
3: What constitutes an episode? Watch the credits.
0: You do not <laughs> have to watch the credits to constitute an episode.
3: <laughs> then I watched an
0: episode. Did you watch more than three episodes?
3: How many episodes are in the season?
0: Six. Yes. Did you watch (laughs) all six episodes? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, in that case, this automatically became the thing I'm most excited to hear. Greg, what did you think? I thought it was
3: pretty good. Um, I like the last part of the se- the last part of the last episode, the best though, like the <laughs> the the like end credits scene. Okay. For obvious reasons, I thought that was pretty slick.
0: Okay, Johnny, Ashley, what did you two think?
1: I will I will defer to my lovely wife here.
2: Yeah, you know, I really enjoyed it from start to finish. I think just in true Marvel fashion, the last episode was jam-packed and I don't know that like the many characters were wrapped up as well as they could have been. It feels like it was like action, 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 like basically a happy ending. Here's your neat little package. Um, and it felt like WandaVision in in that regard, where like Wanda did some very significant stuff and then it was just like, everything's fine. And, and there was like a little bit of that in the series, but overall I thought it was beautifully shot. I liked the back and forth with Sam and Bucky. I I really enjoyed it. I would watch it again. Okay. I
3: think that's what kind of made this ser- series for me is that back and forth with those two. Like, they seem like they really are, like, friends, in
0: a sense. Johnny, how about you, buddy?
1: In continuing the Disney tradition of people get powers and all of a sudden those powers come with abilities, I'm just further annoyed uh, Wyatt Russell's character seemed to get his ass handed to him in hand-to-hand combat. Like, he was a decent soldier, I guess. But, are we doing spoiler? Like, I don't know how much I can get into here.
0: I mean, okay, hold on. He was a three-time Medal of Honor award winner. He's that more than a decent shit. soldier. Maybe he,
1: look, maybe he just knows how to shoot people. We don't know. They didn't give us, like, any background on whether or not he's hand-to-hand.
0: Right, but I... He, that,
1: maybe he's a sniper.
3: That still no, makes him more no, than a decent soldier. Hold on, wait, wait. One thing, uh, to get to the point where you are a sniper, you have to be proficient in hand to hand with military. But I'm it's just saying,
1: fact. Disney's history, man. They just all of a sudden they get a lightsaber and they know how to use it. And so, it it happened here again.
3: So the only the the thing I had an issue with were the other super soldiers. Yep. How the hell did yep. they get to the point? <clears throat> Those are the ones I have a problem with. I don't have a problem with Captain America.
2: Yeah, we talked about that throughout watching this. Like, how is Bucky, the like the winter soldier, like the ultimate (laughs) soldier, getting his ass handed to him by these like teenage super soldiers? This is ridiculous.
3: Right. It doesn't train you. I mean, I. It just makes you stronger. You get shot. It still hurts.
0: I honestly, to a certain extent, assumed that they're. Super Soldier Serum was just different. I mean, the dude's already said it was a more refined Super Soldier Serum. And I'm not right, saying that he- it, it like it made them martial arts masters or whatever.
2: But I assume that it gave them
0: a bit of an edge versus what Bucky got. I mean, Bucky got shot with 1940s technology.
1: But he spent a hundred years refining his ability and literally being the top assassin on the
0: planet. But he didn't. I mean, (laughs) yes, he was the top assassin on the planet, but he was asleep for most of that 100 years. There's a reason why Bucky still looks like he's mid-30s, and Steve looks like Joe Biden plus 10 years. Listen, you think (laughs) about the badass that is Black
1: Widow, and she was scared of the Winter Soldier. Black Widow would have dummied any of the people on this series regardless, and all of a sudden he's just like what did did his skills diminish through treatment in wakanda i just i <sighs>
0: i mean i honestly oh, this
1: irks me so much it irks me so much because I honestly felt like the that fact that you have suppressed. to say i assume tells me they didn't do a good job
0: explaining well no i felt if like you have that to was assume suppressed. anything when when they were talking about like basically the way that he reacts and everything to um, going through um, going through treatment and stuff. Like he's not the same guy. He had his Winter Soldier programming taken out of him. Like I, I the way I see it, at least maybe the way it, maybe I'm just reading too much into it. But the way it was explained in the show, Winter Soldier seemed like um, I don't know, mind controlled Superman. It was Bucky with no limits. It was Bucky who was just like, you know, okay, I have to kill. I will kill everybody. And regular Bucky has morals. Regular Bucky holds back a bit, like
1: so. He still knows how to catch Cap's shield. Like, what skills did he forget, and which skills did he retain?
2: I, I think, I, reason, yeah, I think the reason it bothered me is because it was apparent with Falcon slash Captain America as well, because. When he made his transformation, he was able to do some stuff that, like, you're still human, man. And, like, I don't care about your Wakanda suit. Like, there's still some things that you shouldn't be able to do. So, I think there were, like, just a little a few lapses there. But overall, I could mostly suspend disbelief and enjoy the series.
0: I, I will tell you, I actually do agree with you a tiny bit on Sam. Like, when he was in the Falcon cap suit, I expected the Falcon suit to be, like, a little more vibranium-looking. Like, it didn't yeah. it didn't look metal at all. It looked like it was leather, like everyone else's. So I expected <laughs> the suit to be, like, a little more amped up. Yeah, uh, and there
2: was that scene where he was essentially like holding that bus or that truck up, and I'm like, "You're the suit aside, like vibranium doesn't cause you to be able to hold. Like you didn't get superhuman well, strength from the suit,
0: right? But this the suit pack. wasn't what was holding, or oh. he wasn't holding it up. The jetpack on the back was. Yeah,
2: the jetpack can really, I don't know. Even that was oh, a reach for I me. think.
3: I think the biggest issue with I have with that is how was his arms holding it. Yeah, that man would have folded in half. I'm sorry. I'm like <laughs> you two would know. I'm just guessing here. Like there's no way his arms are going to hold that weight. <laughs> his, shoulder, his his shoulders or his, his elbows bones would his be gravel. Out. His right. his
1: bones would be gravel. <laughs> I just, I don't, it's, it was a great series. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed it. I am excited for the fact that they have already announced the writer is going to be helming the fourth Captain America film. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah. I, th- I think they captured a good vibe for it. I liked the development of Sam and Bucky's relationship. I love that Bucky just trolls the crap out of Sam at every possible turn. That made me laugh, like with his sister Sarah, like just. They'll flirt with my sister. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> as, as it was, uh, they did a good job. As long as we're talking nitpicks, I do want to give my one nitpick, which is Bucky's identity seems to be both a secret and known by people during this.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: you know, one second you have Bucky who's like hiding and like. Then the next second, Bucky's out like to dinner with some girl who doesn't know that he's the Winter Soldier, and talking to the <laughs> dude who doesn't know he's a Winter Soldier. Then when they get stopped by the two cops in Louisiana, I think it is,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, they're like, "Dude, that's the Avengers." It's like, who knows who Bucky is in this?
3: I don't think they were talking about Bucky
0: on that one. I think they were talking about Falcon. They said Avengers. Yeah, they did. They didn't say that's the Falcon or that's an Avenger. They said that's the Avengers. <laughs> so, I don't know, like it was very it's very weird to me like how much about Bucky is known to the general public because it seemed to fluctuate.
1: And it's, it's-, it's the Barry it's the Barry Allen continuum.
0: What you, you think Bucky just walks up and introduces himself to everybody? Hey, I don't remember I just, this in five minutes, but I'm the Winter Soldier. Bye.
1: But then they're going to give us a new character that's like, I don't know who you are. Hi, Barry Allen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's, uh, oh, no, hey, I don't know, man. I could nitpick this to death. I'm not going to. It was a good series, it was a nice kind of palate cleanse from WandaVision. And I do believe it's interesting with the characters we were introduced to setting up for the Nick Fury. Is it a series or a film?
0: Secret Invasion? Yeah. Uh, It's a series.
1: Okay. So that's clearly where Elaine Bennis is going to fit into this then.
0: I I think that we're going to see Valerie sprinkled throughout quite a bit. Um, The biggest the biggest rumor right now concerning her is that she is going to be starting the dark Avengers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which would be interesting because by the end of this series, I didn't feel like that's where Wyatt Russell belonged.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I had a lot of questions about like, even that final kind of scene with him and he's got his his new outfit and they're having a conversation. I'm like, what is his role now? Like, what, what do we make of this? Because he just helped Sam and Bucky after like murdering a man with the shield and no one had a conversation about that. That that very much felt WandaVision to me. Like, yeah, he went through like the military procedure, but like, then he just showed back up and like helped rescue a bunch of people. And Sam and Bucky were like, yeah, thanks for the help. And then we see him, you know, a few scenes later and he's got like this new dark suit. And I'm like, what, what is this? What is his arc? I don't know what's happening. I don't
0: I don't think Sam and Bucky were as upset about him murdering that man as they were that he murdered the man with the shield. I mean, yeah. Sam and Bucky are fully aware of what was going on with that dude. Like, they're aware that that dude was a super soldier and literally was just trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, what what he did wasn't right, but I think that they're going to have a lot less issue with it. In particular, Bucky, who has a you know, he has several walk-in closets full of skeletons, as evidenced yeah. by his book.
1: Yeah, I just I don't know. He he did, he just he just killed a guy. <laughs> like he just decapitated or crushed in the chest of a human being in a public like venue. I I don't know, man. That's, I don't know what, like, regulations are for, like, international, like, war crimes and shit like that, but that seems like it's, we're crossing some thresholds there. I feel like there would have been some more accountability for those actions.
0: Um, so, let's talk about the person who probably needs to be held the most accountable by the main characters, Sharon Carter. Yes. <laughs> what, are the, what are the odds at this point that Sharon Carter is a scroll?
1: Uh, I just think she's a shitty person.
0: <laughs> I am, I'm like 95% sure Sharon Carter is a scroll.
2: Okay. I could go there.
0: Um, she... I mean, I will not put it any other way. She acted relatively out of character from the last time we saw her. Now, the last time we saw her in-universe was seven years ago. Yeah. So people can't change in seven years, and that's by 5%. But I think that if Emily Van Camp is announced for the Secret Invasion show, that it ends up being that she's a scroll.
1: Okay, uh, so we're taking bets on that?
0: Yeah, Sure. All right. Trick? Um,
3: I don't know what a scroll is, so oh. I would say no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the shape. You watched
3: Captain Marvel, did you not? Yeah, I didn't watch it for whatever that is.
0: It's the shape-shifting aliens from Captain Marvel that impersonate people.
3: Oh. Why would they pick her <laughs> and there put is. her there?
0: Well, there is an upcoming series called Secret Invasion. And at least in the comics, the Secret Invasion storyline is based around Skrulls deciding they want to invade Earth. And they do so by taking out key people who they find to be key people and posing as them long term. So.
3: So he gets banished from the U.S. I'm going to. Re- okay, I'm going to. Take her place.
0: Well, she is a high-level operative. We don't know when she got when uh, when they would take her place. They could have taken her place when she was in Madripoor already. But it's it's all about the long game with Secret Invasion. They take somebody who they see the potential to be useful, and they take their place. And in this case, it would have worked out because she's now back Mm -hmm. a high-level intelligence asset. With access to weapons and government secrets,
2: yeah, and she <laughs> literally says that in like the very final moments. Like, call call our people. We now have access to weapons and government secrets. Yeah. Super servers are off the table, but we've got weapons and secrets. I,
0: as a side note, I loved how much they were beating people over the head with that because it was just like we want to make sure everyone's clear. She's evil. <laughs> Um, I don't know, like, I, I I, did, I liked her showing up in this series, I, I'm not gonna say anything they did wasn't foreshadowed for literally the entire series, I mean, she shows mm-hmm. up with this high dollar art collection, and it's like, huh, she's been there for a few years, a mysterious power broker, mm-hmm. she has people coming to her house for a high dollar art sale, wonder if this could be connected, <laughs> um... So it wasn't shocking, but at the same time, like, it felt a little bit like character assassination by the end of it. I mean, her calling in the hit on Sam and Bucky. Mm. And it's just like, well, come on, guys. Like, this is Agent 13.
2: I thought it was interesting in in the, the part where, so Sam and Carly are... are fighting and going back and forth. And she's kind of saying like, I don't want to do this, Sam. I don't want to do this. And they're going back and forth and back and forth. And I really felt like the moment where Sharon shoots Carly kind of robbed Sam of like the moral dilemma of like, how do I handle this so that we can move forward? So I I felt it was a little cheap maybe, but so much happened in that final episode that like, I just... It felt like a weird way for Carly's story to just end.
0: Well, and quite frankly, i if anyone was going to take her out in the end, I really wanted it to be U.S. agent. I mean, especially mm-hmm. when she dropped that whole thing about, oh, I didn't really care if I killed your friend. That didn't matter. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, we're going there now. Uh, how about we kill her? Do it real good now. Um, no, I, I, I was, I don't know. I, I just, by the end of it, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like her character grew the right way. Mm -mm. Um, and I didn't expect her to be wrapped up in a neat bow. Like when that's not what we got, we definitely, she's definitely going to be a future player in some way. And by having her be the mysterious power broker, You know, she has another show. She is in a show on Fox right now. So they can have entire series where she's just referenced because no one knows who she is technically. Right. So I guess we'll see. But I'm, like I said, I'm like 95% chance she's a scroll right now.
2: On the the note of uh, surprise appearances, I will say I loved the Dora Milaje showing up the couple of times throughout the series, mm-hmm. I, um when they are fighting um, with Bucky and just like disable his arm and like the look on his face, um, there was a big Twitter back and forth about the ethics of the Wakandans using their knowledge and their technology against others. So like there was this huge debate on social media, which was fascinating. Um, But overall I, I loved the appearance Um in the series. I thought that was great.
3: That's when I was probably the most hype is when they showed up. I'm like, oh.
2: Yeah. When when they (laughs) when they encountered Bucky in what was it, like an alley or something? And we were like, Oh my god. Like that was such a cool moment to see um him like go to turn around and pick up the bead and like, there she is, and that was that was just a neat moment. I enjoyed that a lot.
0: Um Bucky
3: was like, I don't I don't think you should do that, Cap. (laughs) (laughs) don't don't do that
0: uh the final scenes with zemo i thought were great
2: yes Uh, yeah yeah
0: i completely forgot who his butler was so i was just like who is this old man
2: that's what we said too (laughs) it took us a minute
0: um and, you know, something else I'll talk about, and I don't know how well this was received in the fandom, but I thought they did a really, really good job with Sam's speech to the council members.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that could have been handled poorly. And I felt like they did a really, really good job with it. Like, yeah. especially, like, there were there were some other scenes with it where especially, like, trying to... Um, trying to make you feel sympathetic for Carly where it was like, mm. okay, I don't really care about any of this. Can we just get back to the beating? Um, <laughs> and I I really felt like they did a really fantastic job by the end of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I did too. And I, I saw something um, on Twitter that essentially it, it, the idea was that it was so perfect for Sam to to, to have that speech because it really embodied what Captain America was. It's not about patriotism. It's about justice. So his having this speech and pointing out the, the flawed logic and the missteps of the council members and, and why those actions were wrong and how they can do better was just such a good transformation for who he was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Now, that being said, I do want to talk about that a tiny bit. Um, It's a really interesting concept that they brought up in this show. The fact that you have all these people who during the blip moved to different countries, moved to different places. And now you have all of the original people back. Um, And it's something that I didn't think we would really see addressed in anything. Like, you know, it, a lot of people joked about, like, oh, you know, you you, know, you, you spend five years, you are you get remarried, blah, 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 all of a sudden your wife's back. Mm-hmm. And that did happen, and, like, they, they have directly addressed that. And I did find it kind of interesting. Um, like, I don't think Carly was right, but I'm not sure she was entirely wrong with her motivation. Like, yeah. Yeah. you... you <clears throat> there is some sort of like in between that they have to be able to come to on this because you, yeah. You know, if I was blipped out of existence and woke back up and I was like, yo, why is my household to someone else? I wouldn't be mm-hmm. very happy either. So I, I found that to be an interesting thing for them to explore, even if they at times beat you over the head with it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it matched the vibe of the show. Like it, the show, even though we got the the funny banter like there there were serious and important themes happening and I think he, this one was kind of strung throughout and, and important um, so I'm I'm glad that they addressed it.
0: Um, okay, so we have now talked for a little over 20 minutes on Falcon and Winter Soldier. Do we have anything <laughs> else that we want to address on this?
2: I will say I liked the the very end kind of uh, screen where it said Captain America and the Winter Soldier. That yep. just like really like warmed my heart a lot. I that made me happy. So that was a cool little like way to wrap it up. I like that a lot.
1: I think for me, it was the conclusion to the arc with the other super soldier from World War Two where they finally like he had him enshrined in the same exhibit with captain America and all those other soldiers and stuff. But I like the historical accuracy they used as well by his character, even saying like, look what they did to the red tails. They were, they were our boys up in the air, like fighting this war for us and like winning battles. And then they came home to just be treated like subhumans again. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would like to see more. I wouldn't mind seeing them like go back and showing like his role for all that. Um, yeah, I just, I thought they did a really good job at kind of tying everything up right at the very end there with his character as well. So it was, it, it was, they they did well, I will say that.
0: No, I agree with that. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and move on from this. Uh, you know, real quick, we've already mentioned Loki is coming next. I feel <laughs> like maybe excitement had waned a little bit after the conclusion of WandaVision. Yeah. Where is Definitely. your excitement for Loki now? Like one to 10. <sighs> Johnny sighs. So, heavily.
2: Um, I'm going to, you know, so admittedly I haven't. And it's same with Falcon and winter soldier. I, didn't read or watch anything going into it um because I did a lot of that for WandaVision and then I felt like my expectations which I did not manage my own expectations admittedly but I was just like you know what I'm not gonna watch anything going into Falcon Winter Soldier I'm not gonna read anything so that's where I'm at with Loki as well so I haven't done anything to hype myself up for this so I think I'm just sitting around like a six like if it's awesome, then I'm going to be pleasantly surprised. If it's not awesome, then like I haven't invested too much, you know, excitement into it.
0: Okay. Uh I'm, Greg?
3: I'm right around a probably around a five to six on it also. Just for the reasons that messing with time, me just gets messy. I just don't know how they're going to tell a story like that. <laughs> Greg's had enough
1: of that with the Flash. He doesn't. He Greg wants no more of this.
0: He didn't even <laughs> <Like> watch <laughs> a time travel episode of the Flash. He like it made it to episode two.
3: He had the burrito. It's was done. Just how it works.
0: <laughs> okay, hold on. What if they could take time travel and turn it into a burrito?
3: I mean, if it was, it was made by Chipotle, now.
0: I'm thinking like uh, like uh, El Rancho Grande.
3: Oh okay, <laughs> then yeah, I'd, I'd watch that. Because <laughs> that's a good burrito.
0: Um it, it, See, for me personally, I find the concepts that they've shown thus so, far in the trailer really intriguing. I'm probably like an eight on it right now. Yeah. Um, I'm happy we're getting Hiddleston back without him having to resurrect the main continuity uh, Loki. Because honestly, main continuity Loki had to die. Like he, he did. Come on, no, now. he did. I'm no, sorry. he did not. He, he died at the beginning of Thor or at the end of Thor.
2: I hated that.
0: He was captured at the end of Avengers. He died again in Thor two.
1: He faked his death at least
0: twice. Yeah, he he faked his death in Thor two, um, <laughs> and I mean Thor three. He survived, but like if he had another fake-out death, I just, I'd just i be done with it. Like, no. So, <laughs> no, I, I like the fact they're bringing him back without resurrecting main continuity Loki. Now, that being said, could I see Thor making a trip to Valhalla and retrieving him at some point? Hell yeah, I could. Uh, and that I would be better with than just like, oh, that wasn't Loki, it was another glimmer of him from across the room. <laughs> Um. So yeah, it's it, it is. It's 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 an interesting um, it's an interesting subject to me. Like them being like the guardians of basically reality based around time travel screw ups. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm more than a little intrigued, Johnny.
1: I'll say six. That's all I'm going to give you. I've. I think Greg made a valid point. I think everyone's made valid points here that kind of touch on kind of where I'm at with it. I'm excited. It's, it's nice to see the Tom Hiddleston's characters getting some more screen time. I noticed that they've had him doing some of the promotional stuff for Disney plus now as well. Um, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that, that no matter what was going wrong with the Marvel Universe, it seemed like they could do no wrong with his character or his appearances. And I mean, I don't think you'd find anyone that disliked Loki.
0: Yeah. No. Hit, hit.
1: So yeah, bring it on. It's it's going to help bridge the gap to Ted Lasso season two. So I mean, that's always a plus. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, that pretty much wraps up, I think, our Marvel talk. Let's go ahead and move on to. Oh, God. Mortal Kombat. Um, a movie that really had one job, which was to at some point play the Mortal Kombat theme, including someone screaming, Mortal Kombat! And somehow <laughs> didn't do it. It didn't. No. It was in there. They played the the instrumental part, but did they play the part where the dude actually goes Mm Mortal combat? Yeah. Oh, okay. That must have been the part I fell asleep for. Okay. Uh, So we'll go ahead and start off as tradition with the Greg scale. Greg, how much of the movie did you watch?
3: I watched the whole thing. I wasn't watching that movie for a plot. I was watching it for to violence. And it worked. I just
2: want to point out that Greg has now watched the full Falcon and Winter Soldier series and Mortal Kombat. You are two for two for this episode, which I feel like is noteworthy.
3: Right. I should get a medal. (laughs)
1: Richard, I want a medal. I'm sure that's what Richard's thinking of right now. He's going to give you a medal. Don't worry.
0: (laughs) Um... Okay, so we know Greg watched the full. What did you actually think of it?
3: Uh, it was a Mortal Kombat movie. Okay. I mean, it's don't expect it to be amazingly well-written.
0: And I kind of felt myself thinking the same thing, basically. Um, I'm not going to say that I hated it. Um, I was a little bit disappointed with it because... I guess because it was a Mortal Kombat movie. Like, you could have slotted this in with the other three movies or the other two movies from the 90s. Mm -hmm. And it honestly made sense. Like, the things that were bad about the 90s movies, like the sets, um, the dialogue, anything that wasn't a fight scene, um, were still bad here. Like I, I actually I found myself watching it, picking apart the sets, which is in part because I was bored. Um, but like I don't know, like it it kind of cracked me up a little bit because in in a way it felt like it was shot in a theme park.
1: Like this felt like it was produced by the CW. <laughs>
3: Makes sense. Yeah. Um,
0: the fight scenes were the fight scenes I saw were fine. Uh, I I did fall asleep for. Like fifteen minutes, about the two thirds mark. Um, I didn't hate it. I wasn't mad that I watched it. Um, I did find it interesting. They focus so heavily on Scorpion.
3: Um, I think that was more just to get the plot moving. Like, how else are you going to bring in a Mortal Kombat movie? Uh,
0: any <laughs> any other way? Most of them don't focus on Scorpion.
3: Oh, well, we they they wanted to have a some some type of plot. So they picked Scorpion yeah, Sub-Zero. Yeah.
0: I, I I understand that, but I'm just saying like we've already had two other Mortal Kombat movies. They they generally focus on Liu Kang searching for the champions. Like they could have gotten the plot underway by focusing more on Liu Kang than by focusing I love that they
1: were talking about plot in a video game that revolves around button mashing and killing people. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. <laughs> Let's let's curb our expectations here, and let's be totally honest. They still have not done or made a good video game film adaptation.
0: I thought thought you liked World of Warcraft.
1: I I mean, (laughs) that's a whole other episode. If you want me to nitpick what my problems were with that film as well,
0: okay, you definitely was fine. But
1: if that's the best. If uh, I enjoyed it, but if that's the best we're going to get, they should stop.
3: What about Resident Evil? No. The first one.
1: I just—they're not good movies. <laughs> like, I—it's Monster Hunter was just—it's like how many times am I going to fall for the same shit? Are, you know what I mean? Are you
0: really going to sit here and tell me that the original Street Fighter movie was not a masterpiece?
1: listen Raul Julia can do no wrong he's still Gomez Adams we're going to leave that alone
0: are you really going to tell me that Street Fighter the Legend of Chun-Li was not a masterpiece
1: I am really going to strangle you with your microphone cord Yep.
0: are you really going to tell me that Silent Hill Revelation was not a masterpiece uh, in, in, in all seriousness though, so, Sonic the Hedgehog was great No, it was. That was a great movie. Did you ever see that movie?
3: I wouldn't go great.
0: (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) was legitimately a good movie.
3: That that movie got saved. I would have
1: paid for it.
0: I I have a seven year old. I had to pay for it. It's 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 literally the last movie I saw in theaters prior to pandemic.
1: You're making me pay for it now, aren't you?
2: Uh, you did this to yourself, to be fair.
1: I'm just saying that there's been no good film adaptation of a video game proper. Uh, Detective Pikachu uh, would also like to check in. <laughs> oh, get out of here. Oh, God.
0: What about Witcher? Your,
1: your, your, your brain is pickled or something, man. I don't know.
0: Did you, did you ever see Detective <laughs> Pikachu?
1: The five minutes before I turned it off? Yep.
0: And there you go. Greg, did you?
3: Yeah, I liked it.
0: I, I like Ryan Reynolds, though. So, D- Detective Pikachu is great.
1: You're both. You need help. I don't know. I, I don't know how to help you here. And I'm
0: looking forward to Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on April 8th of 2022.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We got nothing to look forward to. Um, No, I just... I don't know. Greg, give more of your feedback on this. Because I have very little.
3: I mean, it was, like you said, it's, it's a Mortal Kombat movie. So you don't expect it to be amazing. You just go in there and watch the fight scenes and be happy. Yeah. Like watching a, a Kung Fu flip. Flick. You don't go there for the plot. Or an anime. And some of the animes are good, but come on now.
2: Eesh.
0: Okay, so uh, we won't bother star rating this. Um, Let's just say um, it's okay.
3: Are you going to finish the movie, Richard?
0: No, I watched the whole movie minus that 15 minutes.
3: Yeah, you didn't finish the whole movie then. (laughs) So Richard walked out of the
0: movie. No, I I watched the end.
1: Richard Gregg this film.
0: (laughs) <laughs> um, now, I the closest I came to Gregging this film would be if I would have left, taken a crap and then returned. The difference is Greg doesn't actually return. He leaves, says he's going to use the bathroom and then a half hour later you're like, "Man, he must have had a spicy burrito."
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, I got a little over halfway through this and then we just went to bed and I don't think I really missed much. I literally stopped in the middle of the Goro fight when he first introduced that character.
0: That's literally like right when I fell asleep. I
1: I was just like no no <laughs> I saw the one fatality with like the spinning hat. I don't even know the characters because I've never actually like played these games past no. the first title oh, wow. so I don't know so like I saw that and then he just said like he it was so bad where he's like flawless (laughs) yeah I was like I'm out I'm out this is this is next level shit cheese writing it's (laughs) all they needed was like the word flashing on the screen and I would have been like and we're done here that's fine
0: (laughs) yeah no I noticed that too that I, I I'm somewhat astounded that they didn't have a script doctor spend like I don't know an hour going over the script and being like real humans. Don't say shit like this, (laughs) which is weird because
1: the first probably 10 or 15 minutes of the film where they're showing like the backstory of like sub zero, whatever his character was killing everybody. I was like, you know what? They've, they've kind of stylized. I feel like at some point, just like in monster Hunter, they ran out of money
0: Uh...
1: because it just seemed like it was, good, and then what you got the rest of the film. They ran out of money real early. Yeah, I
0: I think that that opening, like 15 (laughs) minutes, is where they ran out of money. They were like, okay, (laughs) we're going to set this in Japan, and we're going to (laughs) actually shoot it in Japan, and we're going to do all this really cool stuff, and wait a minute, what was our budget again?
1: (laughs) Uh, As soon as Sub-Zero froze Jax's arms, they ran out of money. Yeah. they're like and we're done. We just shot our load. There's there's our CG budget. It was 220 million to shoot this.
0: God damn it. I as a side note, um while we're getting at least a little nitpicky. What the hell was up with Jax's arms? The entire movie like once they made him the, the new yeah. ones?
1: <laughs> it looked like they found a robot T-Rex and just stole his arms.
0: <laughs> I, I was astounded by those. Like I thought they were going to be a momentary thing.
1: And yeah, you're hoping that they were gonna like build upon it. No, nope, he got robot chicken. That's what he got.
0: Uh, I, I li-
1: <laughs> except it wasn't fun. Literally,
0: I was like, okay, well, in like ten minutes they'll come back and he'll have the new big shiny metal arms, and he just didn't. And I was like, oh my god, he literally has metal skeletal arms. <laughs> Why? Is-
1: <laughs> Do they just repurpose Grievous? Is that what just happened? <laughs> Like I, I, I I'm that. waiting for that dude to have emphysema and just bust out four lightsabers now because those arms were shit.
0: And, and my understanding was this was this is intended, and it probably will be based on uh, overall reaction to it to be the start of a trilogy. <laughs> oh, uh, we, <laughs> well, I, I'll say this: we're in the minority. People are liking this movie.
3: Oh, Christ. I didn't say I didn't. I'd like it. Whole point. Are you going to sit through three films of that though?
0: Yeah, I think you will.
3: Or not. I watch, I watch <laughs> worst stuff that Richard's getting told me to watch. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: one of these like, days I like, need Greg to give a top 10 worst things I've ever had to watch because of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh lord! (laughs)
0: Five
3: or maybe just block
1: it out. Five through one are
0: all just Joker, and we're like, we didn't even watch that for the show, and he's like, still counts.
3: (laughs) Actually, I was thinking about going back and watching Joker.
1: I watched it on the flight home, so I mean,
0: (laughs) I'm I'm good. I still haven't watched it since I watched it in the theater.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they also so you would have loved the playlist on the flight back and there because amongst the films were Joker and The Way Back. So, Richard, you would have had a, just a great time. Oh,
0: God, The Way Back.
1: <laughs> I was looking at Ashley. I was like, yo, this is the film that Richard said he watched and he just like <laughs> had no hope for the future.
0: <laughs> that is a depressing-ass film.
1: Don't know if that's something I'd want to like be on a plane and watch. <laughs>
0: get off the plane, and your knuckles are just dragging as you walk out.
2: <laughs> That's how I feel about Joker. And he's over there, like, having a laugh. I'm like, you're weird.
0: <laughs> there are a couple of scenes in Joker that, like, legitimately make me laugh out loud. I guess. But yeah. I, no, it I, I understand. Like, if I ever sit down to watch that movie again, I don't think that I'll watch the first, like, hour of it. I'll start when he puts the face paint on and, like, fully devolves into the Joker. Like, that's the only part of that movie that I really care to ever watch again. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the the first hour of, like, Arthur getting beaten down by life? No, I'm good, thanks.
2: Yeah, so heavy.
1: (laughs) You're Bruce Wayne's son. Just kidding. You were adopted. Just kidding. I stole you from the adoption agency. Just kidding. I chained you to a radiator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's so fast. Um... No, but to get back, it's, I don't know. It's, if they're going to do three and there's people that enjoy it, go for it. I mean, there's different strokes for different folks, man. Well, it's, we do, we don't, we don't shame people for what they enjoy as long as it doesn't harm another person.
0: No, it's, it, it, it just, it reminded me kind of one of those things like, um, I mean, I we brought it up about six dozen times this episode, but I'll bring it up again. Kind of remind me of The Flash a little bit in that, they did that first season of the flash and they focused it very heavily on reverse flash because they didn't know if they were going to get a season two. Like CW had never spent the type of money they were spending on that before. So they threw everything at the wall and to a certain extent, it kind of screwed them in future seasons when they were like, great, we already eliminated the biggest bad of the comics. Um, This didn't do that. This was very much like a deliberate setup for a trilogy. And some of the stuff mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I get it. You want to give Jax his cool arms in number two. Maybe you shouldn't have done that. Let's not set that part up for a future trilogy. Let's give him the cool arms now.
3: Uh, Am yeah, I the only one that realized... Like he got the cool arms later in the show because of that was his power.
0: That might have been when I was asleep.
3: Yeah, that's... Mm you didn't realize the beginning when you, before you fell asleep and at the end he had different arms. You were like, what are, what are those things? No,
0: I didn't notice it at all. Okay. I, I, I legitimately watched the last like 15 or 20 minutes half asleep. Like I remember oh. how it ended. I remember the end battle and all that, but I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch it again, give it another shot, and cut all this and make it sound like I knew what I'm talking about.
3: So I, I just thought you were messing with me the whole time. Like the whole point of how the, the 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 Goro fight, where the guy gets that armor. Which I don't even imagine? know what
1: you're talking about.
3: <laughs> you know, with Cole?
1: We we, uh, we already Cole said Young. we already
0: said we were asleep during the Goro fight.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's I watched him just like you during punch podcast. through the side of the barn. And it was, I watched him through the side of the barn. That was it. Yeah.
3: Well, the best part is, we, do you realize that Cole Young was never a Mortal Kombat player? Or Toon?
1: Yeah. I, I don't because I have no idea. They've had like 18 games and I've played ha- like
0: a quarter of the I, first. I legitimately thought they were turning him into Scorpion um, with all of the like Scorpion imagery they were using around him.
2: Yeah. and i mm-hmm. I
0: thought it was a very odd um transition but yeah i I by the end of it when you know scorpion resurrects himself from hell um spoil <laughs> Richard actually's attention Jesus I just told you I didn't finish it
3: was um, <laughs> it was in the trailer by the way I didn't watch that either
0: uh, <laughs> I, I was just like okay so We've just been following around a rando this entire movie.
3: Yep. Not, not a rando. This is descended of his blood.
0: Okay, a rando by way of he's not directly involved with Mortal Kombat the game.
3: Yeah, that's the funny part. I thought that was funny. Oh god. This rando, dude. I got this, I have this mark. It's on my chest. Looks like a dragon. What? <sighs>
1: I don't know. It's on the Greg scale. I didn't finish the film.
0: Okay. So I think that's pretty much it for us for this week. Does anyone else have anything else they want to talk about?
1: Um, Enjoyed watching Dr. Dude a little with Tony Stark.
0: Oh yeah. Did you watch that on the plane?
1: I watched that on the way to Denver and it was, I, I, I think Ashley was cracking up because I was sitting there and I just kept laughing over and over and over. Definitely a kids' film, but like it was genuinely warm. It was quite funny. Listen, Robert Downey. I, I know in the past he has, but at this point, I don't have any gripes.
0: I just want to be clear: you watch Doctor Doolittle, and you're ref- if you're going to compare this to Hedgehog, Sonic, I am going to beat you with a shoe. And you're refusing to watch Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a shoe at you. I hope you can hear it. It's coming now.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, Sonic the Hedgehog was better than Doctor Do
1: Oh my God! Literary genius versus a character that chases coins. Literary okay.
0: genius. It's an adaptation of a book from a hundred years ago. It's not like the original. Writer came back from the dead and was like, I will now write the Robert Downey Jr. movie. I don't know who that is or what a talkie is, but let's go for it.
3: You know what I'm stuck on now? He said coins instead of rings.
0: Yeah, 100%. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I didn't play Sega. Who cares? (laughs) Mario chases coins. Sonic chases rings.
1: They're both idiots, and their films sucked.
3: Next. (laughs) I mean, he's not wrong. <sighs>
0: <laughs> well, he's he's wrong about their film sucking because Sonic the Hedgehog didn't suck.
3: Uh, I'm saying Mario Brothers were better than Sonic. Mario
0: Brothers the movie? Yeah. No. No.
1: You're just mad. If John Leguizamo had been in Sonic, you would have been a bigger fan.
3: Right?
0: Look, what Sonic was missing was someone who committed... To playing Doctor Robotnik at the same level that Dennis Hopper committed to playing King Koopa,
1: he was perfect. I will hear He, no was, he was
0: so committed to the role. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> That's fine. Anything else you guys want to add before I have an aneurysm? Thinking about that Sonic the Hedgehog film.
3: Oh, I uh, I started watching a, a show on Netflix today uh, yesterday. Called Shadow and Bone.
2: Hmm.
3: You you guys seen it? No, or anything about it. Is it based on a book series? It's based on a book series. Okay. Uh, what are
1: your thoughts early?
3: It's it's a it's pretty intriguing. I, I, it's one of those okay. fantasy type shows. Like you don't really expect it to be much, um, but it's Netflix, so they seem to nail fantasy. Okay. Like with Witcher and. Um,
0: Go
2: ahead. Yeah, the only thing I watched recently was on the plane. Um, I watched a 2019 film with Rebel Wilson and Adam Devine and Liam Hemsworth. Right, that's the non-Thor brother. Um, okay. <laughs> it was. It was called. I think like something. This is romantic, or isn't it romantic? The film. Yes. Yeah, the film was so like tropy and ridiculous but actually hilarious i personally really like rebel wilson um he caught me laughing out loud on the plane like multiple times <laughs> um yeah it was a good film like like low expectations for it but it it was something that made me laugh it made a two-hour flight go by super quickly and so i i enjoyed it couple couple good laughs from that
3: i love rebel wilson also her, uh, her and a uh, Oh, the girl from Bridesmaids. Not Kristen Wiig. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, yeah.
2: Ooh, yeah. We need to watch her new movie, TV series.
0: The superhero
2: movie. The superhero one on Netflix. There we go. That's
3: what we're
1: watching this week.
2: I'm looking forward to that.
0: (laughs) Okay.
3: What's the name
1: of it? uh, Uh,
0: Thunder Force.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And, um, oh, my God, Ozarks. I always get this guy's name.
0: Jason Bateman.
1: Yes, is in this as well. So it's a reprisal from Identity Thief. Is that the one they did together? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they are both in this, which is hilarious, and I am very excited. So I think that'll be our recommendation for the week. I think that's what all of us can watch. And then starting... Starting starting next week, we'll uh, I'll I'll check in on that Shadow and Bone series, Greg.
3: It's
2: pretty, you know it's,
3: it's pretty wicked.
2: It sounds good, just because there have been a couple fantasy series that I've tried to start on Netflix, like because I enjoy the genre sometimes. And just everything I've gotten one or two episodes in, and I am like, this is awful. I can't, <laughs> I can't
3: i I think the the only difference with this one was I think the original writer of the books is helped writing the 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 screenplay, so I think they're i think it gives you a little more detail on how like the world's gonna unfold in a sense and it kind of gets you started at the you know at the go yeah. But you one uh, kind of the major plots. The stuff, most guys.
2: recent one I tried, so I just Googled it really quickly. The most recent one I tried to get into on Netflix was called Fate, the Winks Saga, and it was awful. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> It was so bad. I, I remember Johnny coming out a couple times. I was like, what are you watching? I'm like, man, I don't even know. I tried in earnest to watch. Like, I I would like to watch a fantasy series, but I I put them on and they're so bad.
0: My right. my wife got into, and I subsequently started watching a show on Netflix. It had to be about three years ago now. I just remember I was sick. So for some reason, I was, well, I, whenever I'm sick, I would sleep on the couch. I would try not to get her sick. So I was sick for a few days and she, for whatever reason, was just like, I'm going to watch this out here on the couch until like 4 a.m. like <laughs> <laughs> every night. And it was called The Magicians.
2: Okay. I and Yeah
0: is it is the weirdest goddamn show I've ever seen in my life and, and and a lot of it is not in a good way but like it's it's good enough to keep you watching every episode but it's bad enough that every episode you just look at the other person and you're like why are we still watching this I don't know but it next so, so uh I, I I will kind of recommend it it's a it's a really really weird like it's it's like, what if Chronicles of Narnia was written by someone on, like, twice as much acid?
2: I mean, it can't get worse than what I just tried to watch on Netflix, so I'm willing to give it a shot based on, on that alone.
0: It's really weird. But anyway... um so I think that's pretty much it. So we're gonna watch Thunder Force this week. We'll see how far Greg gets into that.
2: He likes Melissa McCarthy though. This bodes yeah. well.
3: Right.
1: I want <laughs> it. I'm, ex- I'm all
0: excited. Despite you, Richard. <laughs> you, you say that until next week when I'm like, "Hey, Greg, how much did you watch? Like eight minutes." No, <laughs> no nah, nah, it won't. It won't work like that. All right, well, have a good week, everybody.